Hello and welcome to the second ever Long Leg Podcast, the cricket podcast that combines rugby and American football. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair assessment. Um, Russ and Adam are with me, Russ from the Mallover Podcast, you might recognise him. Um, if you ever see him out and about, he's the one with the upside down head. And Adam would be the one compar- <laughs> carrying around a compendium of sporting stats with which he uses to compile our weekly quizzes on the Long Snapper podcast. How are you doing, chaps? Weekly? uh, (laughs) Sort of... uh, It's weekly during the season, isn't it, pretty much? Yeah, kind of. It's more frequent than the Log Leg podcast, which I think think we're over a year since the first one. Oh, well over. Um, But it's important to note that we've actually got our own handle. We've got our own... um, podcast account and everything so we don't have to that's, that's ride on as a host and i'm not but uh, russ doesn't want to host this which is why i'm doing it so if you want to catch us on twitter um if that hasn't boiled your piss and subsequently your liver into oblivion and killed you then our twitter handle is if i can just bring it up russ what's our twitter it's handle l- uh leg under at leg underscore podcast catchy that's that's um, terrible there must be something better <laughs> Well, I, I'm, I we're going to get all kinds it. of Russian sex bots coming towards us now, offering us, you know, foot fetish porn. Is, followers that, why, followers. is that why the original long leg pod handle got taken down? We no, never, the long leg pod never... handle got deleted by me, and I can't seem to get it back. Ah, I don't know why. See, that was a good handle. We, we'll have to. We'll find something be- better than leg. We, we can. Podcast. We can, It was automatically generated, and I've not found a way to change the actual handle yet. I don't know how. Yeah, to you do can it. do that. You can do that. But that's you know great podcasting. That's great podcasting. Um, so we we haven't really in in true mall over and uh, long snapper form. We haven't actually discussed how we're going to go about this podcast. We're just sort of going to chat about cricket. I mean, I think obviously with the World Cup on at the moment, we'll probably talk. About bit about the world cup uh the worst form of cricket at the moment um uh we'll talk a bit about the england series coming up against the convicts we'll talk a little bit about the county game as well because we are actually quite into the county game we're probably three well we're the right age bracket now aren't we yeah we i love i love county cricket oh it's good it's good i mean there, there's a myriad of of uh, subjects we could talk about from the uh, from the actual games to the the partitioning of the county game around the test playing counties. Um, we can go down that route on another occasion. But for, to get us underway and our first little bit of cricket chat, let's talk about the Cricket World Cup 2019, which is happening in England over possibly one of the longest periods of time known to man. Um, Let's get on with the, the two England games. England obviously coming into the tournament as favourites. Um, I think there's a little bit of recency bias with that, with the English media particularly. I'm not sure we are as heavily favourites as as some would have you believe. I think there are plenty of good, good sides about and it's going to be a tough tournament to win. But one of the teams I fancied before the tournament even started was South Africa, but they got... They've been put to the sword twice, and they were they were handily dealt with by England, weren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Bangladesh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And but this that... is my point about England. Like we've come into this tournament off the back of a five nil or four nil series win against um, Pakistan, who who subsequently got turned over by um, t- turned over by was that 
who did West they get done by? West, West Indies. Indies and and then um, you know we've we've beaten South Africa and then got done by Bangladesh. So I, it's hard to know where we really stand at the moment, isn't it? See, I I, I see us as favourites. Yeah, we're at home. Um, our our one day team since the last World Cup has been absolutely ter- tremendous, um, particularly the batting. You know, we seem to be able to, with the exception of the Pakistan game yesterday, chase down almost anything without any any alarms, really. Um, but the trouble is, playing like that, there's always the risk that it, uh, on occasion, doesn't come off. And, you know, it's you've, you're going to have to have a bit of luck. You've, I, I imagine England will probably reach the semifinals and then we'll have to win two games. You know, any Any team in the sort of top six or seven can beat any other on their day. So that, we just that, got that's, my main, that's my main issue. And the, and the thing that I worry with England is that we've constantly given up scores over 300. I'm not sure that for all the talk of how deep we bat, I'm not sure we bowl that well. I'm not sure there's something going on that we're not, we're not bowling um, to a standard whereby we can restrict teams. It, it, the runs seem to flow a little bit too easily. For all the brilliance we've got, it, it seems to happen a little bit easy for the opposition. I don't think we've got enough variation in our bowling. I think, uh, especially yesterday against Pakistan, we watched how the West Indies put them to the sword by bowling short and quick. And um, who was the West Indian guy? You really, he, he is absolute lightning. He bowls it all over the place, but he is... Andre Russell? He, no, not Andre Russell, the other one. Um, Roach? No, another one. Come on, I'm going to get him. Um research mate it's all about the research i know i know what his name is i just can't bloody remember it um but oh shane thomas oh shane thomas that's all yeah so but when it came down to it yesterday england were for me found out a little bit by having that samey samey attack and when they tried variations and i'm looking specifically uh, specifically at Archer for this, because Archer tried t- that last couple of overs, slower balls to a number ten or eleven batsman. Now, for me, if you're there, if you yeah, go on, there, uh, so there is a bit of logic in that. If you've got a batsman that's backing away, backing away, backing away, then bowling a slower ball can be a decent option. But yeah, perhaps. But they didn't bowl well slow. They didn't bowl good slow balls. I mean, you watch um, Amir and Hassan. They bowled fantastically. Um, but that, with that's their uh, that, but, but mate, that's that's not necessarily a, a skill set problem, is it? That's that's just a that's just a form problem and 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 delivering six bad balls in an over. Also, the fact that Archer's only played three ODIs in his career. Or yeah, is yeah. that? No, it, the bat, the batting. We know about the batting. We know how strong that's been, but we didn't, we didn't know until the World Cup started who our bowlers were going to be. And, and the the, the decisions have been the, the the decision process has been baffling for me. I mean, the two players I'd have got rid of were, were Plunkett and Wokes, and they've started both games. It's it's been incredible, really. Did, Plunk, uh, they started one each, haven't they? They, they? they Plunkett played against South Africa, though, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least Plunkett has got a bit about him with regards to hitting the deck, but they seem to have Wokes as this opening bowler to keep it tight. And he went for 30 off his first three. It seems to me like they think the coaching setup there think he's the second coming of Beefy. 
Yeah, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not having any of it. Like, if anyone's a second coming to beefy, it's it's the man crush himself, David Willey. <laughs> yeah, until he wears that fucking Alice band. If oh. anyone can pull off an Alice band, mate, it's it's the Willy. You're that's the Willy. Now, the Willy. <laughs> You're not a big fan of uh, Wokes either, Adam. Are you? The second Mark. coming of Mark Elam. Yeah, yeah. I, I think <laughs> I I seem to recall talking about him on the first edition of the Long Lead Podcast. Um. Yeah, he's he's produced performances on occasion. You know, he's he's on the honours board at Lords in a, in a Test match with bat and ball, isn't he? And yeah, I, but I just don't, I don't get it. I don't see, I just don't see why he's that great with either. But then you you look at you look at his career stats, and it it sort of shows that he deserves to be. But I just watch him, and I just don't see it. I don't think I'm alone. I don't think you are. I think he's uh, he's the England cricket team has always struck me as one of those sides where face fitting matters more than ability. Um, and I think he's he's just one of the boys. I think, and he's he's you know, yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't get the the thing with him. I think that David Willey has opened the batting in a T20 blast winning side so he can obviously handle the bat he would have been perfect for that run chase yesterday and when I looked at that lineup for all the talk of our batting depth once once we'd lost Butler it was like okay well this is done yeah yeah that was that was the moment but Wokes Wokes coming in for Butler you you knew that was the game I I don't want to hear this you know Rashid can bat Archer can bat. No. Well, they, they they can, but not when you need twelve and over. Yeah. With five overs left in an ODI. Yeah. Yeah, it's Perfect just, situation it's there would have, would have been to have William Plunkett. Yeah. Just smash. Because they, they could get twelve and over quite easily. They probably could have polished that off of an over to spare. In in truth, that's that's not where we lost the game. Yeah, we should have been chasing three twenty instead of three fifty. No, yeah. we, we we'd not we'd knock those off. But, but I, do, I, I do agree. I'd just like to see us not have to chase 300. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And and I love Rashid as a player, but these decks aren't going to suit him. They, no. I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen later on in the tournament when we start using, you know, day-old pitches or whatever, but we might see a little bit of turn then. But, yeah, it's going to be tough for him. He's getting some tap, isn't he? Uh, he, he is. I mean, he he didn't. He wasn't too bad against South Africa, obviously, but he didn't look very threatening because the ball isn't turning. And Pakistan are perennially, perennially good players of spin, anyway. And if you look at those warm up games that we played against Pakistan pre previous, Rashi didn't get any wickets then either, pretty much. Uh, he got he got a few. He got a couple at Headingley, didn't he? Got quite key key wickets, but. But he tends to get wickets not through, you know, doing the batsman. The batsman sort of gets after him. And as with a le- any leg spinner or any spinner, really, you know, you tend to get wickets by batsman being overconfident. He tends to get plenty of garbage time wickets. Yeah, yeah, there is that. You know, as a, as a spinner myself, you know... <laughs> What? Don't laugh. I mean, <laughs> wow. I've bowled a bit of leg spin in my time before my shoulders 
prevented me from doing it anymore. Um, all right, all right, warning. Listen, mate, I'm a, I'm a genuine all rounder. Bowl, leg spin, wicket keep, and bat in the middle order. <clears> just saying. You, can you keep off your own bowling? I've tried some of some of the balls. Are you, are you I've that slow that could. you're able to get down there in time? <laughs> I like a bit of flight, mate. I like a bit of flight. Toss it up. The old moon ball. <laughs> You've, you've probably faced my leg spins, haven't you, on the Manudan? Oh, I bet I did now. back in the day. I don't remember it spinning, but I'm sure I'm sure I did. Out, that is outrageous. <laughs> um, yeah, you tend to get in that format of cricket. You tend to get wickets by batsmen trying to blast you over cover, don't you? <laughs> Mid wicket and uh, top edging it, or you know, Missing mistiming it. it. Yeah. Um, so, with all that said, having I think everyone's played now, haven't they? At least one game. India, India played tomorrow, didn't they? Th- oh, that's not weird. Played yet? No, so a lot of teams have played twice now, and yeah. India are yet to get off the mark. In India, getting a good uh, a good deal from the ICC. <laughs> Shock! You're having a laugh, aren't you? You, well, you mean you mean the... to say they get to have a, a whole week of watching other teams play and analysing them and knowing who they're going to play and where and then India play Conspiracy Must Never be. guess that would you <laughs> um, Who who are you saying then? I mean if they, are India the only team that haven't played literally Yeah literally That's yeah. outrageous isn't it How yeah. has that happened Honestly anyway, I but... don't know but Anyway. I, I'm, I'm not sure that's actually that much of an advantage because they're, they're going to have less of a break between games now. There'll be I, more I, I don't think it matters, does it? It doesn't matter in this know. format, I wouldn't have thought. Fair enough. Who who have you got then? Who who do you like the most? I mean, for me, it's the West Indies look like they can beat anyone, really. But they but I also get the impression that they might get skilled for 80. Yeah, I don't trust them when to be consistent enough. That's racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is it? <laughs> wow. There we get. There we go. Um, I, I was going to say I like New Zealand, but then you're probably going to say the same thing back. Um, no. Okay. Um, Just yeah, confirming my suspicions. Yeah, so. exactly. That's where... <laughs> Um, the West in, the West Indies have, are always going to have a chance. If Gale comes off at the top of the order, who just st- absolute stand and deliver, you know, Hope and uh, Hetmeyer, um, that Nicholas Puran looked okay the other day as well. Um, and as I've mentioned, they, they bowl absolute fire. It's it's a little bit wayward at times, but it is quick. And they've got that height, which, you know, a lot of teams don't have. And they bang, they bang it in. And... Uh, there's a joke yeah, there somewhere, isn't I mean, there? They do. <laughs> what, what, what's the difference between jam and marmalade? That joke. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? Um, so, we say, are we saying... I, I don't really know what we're saying there. Are we saying West Indies are our favourites or our favourite team to watch? Favourite team to watch. But who's um, actually favourites? I can't. I can't call it. I, I think like, we I need still to say, I still say England, but I, I like New Zealand. That's that's what I said. But, but yeah, I I'm can't. Agreeing. I, and as as much as it pains me, Australia look pretty good as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can't help thinking that 
England are, are going to be bottle jobs and they'll come in as favourites and it'll all go to rat shit. You know? That's really pessimistic and a really English view on things. But you know, I think Eng- teams know what they can do to England's attack. And regard, you know, I think, yes, they'll be, they'll be scared of England chasing down or setting big t- totals, but I think teams will always feel like they're in a game because they can get after them. Do you, do you think our strategy of fielding first where possible, which Morgan seems to like doing, we seem to like chasing, do you think that could be our undoing? Well, with our batting as strong as it is, you know, if we if we if we bat first and and get three sixty plus in the game, just scoreboard pressure, is that not more effective than trying to chase that kind of score? I I always think so. It's like in a test match when a team comes off six hundred and thirty for seven declared, you know that you're going to be following on. <laughs> you know, yeah, you absolutely know you're going to be following on. Even if you bat brilliantly, you're going to be following on. So. Yeah. Yes, I do think that. If you come in knowing you've got to score a run of ball or more, the pressure's there. You know, you have you bowl two maiden overs, suddenly you're behind the game, you know. But that's where England struggle. England I think struggle that, that, to bowl that, maiden overs. Yeah, I think or it even may be a little overs. bit of a little bit of arrogance maybe that they think they can chase anything. And to to be fair, in recent times we have, but yeah, it it, it seems just seems a bit risky for me if there's a if if that happens in the semi-final and we but we bowl first and we've got to chase 360 to beat australia or whoever it is mm. i don't fancy us uh, i can never remember is it better to bat first if duckworth lewis might come into play no no better no, to chase generally yeah, better to chase, chase. Maybe, um, maybe there's a little bit of that as well because you never know in england yeah no that if there's rain around i yeah i get that but i don't i don't that wasn't I don't think that was forecast at Trent Bridge in the Pakistan game. It was just oh, I think I think they may chasing. Be, I think they maybe strolled into that game a little bit, thinking, you know, we've done them five times, four times, whatever. Did we play them in a warm up as well? No, just no, it was, just, it was, it was, it was a wash. Five, yeah, was so, a washout. yeah, I, I would say there, there was a little bit of. They were like, well, they've done us four nil, but this is the one that matters. So they maybe raised their game a bit, and England maybe thought, well, we're just going to show up and beat these guys. So. But also, like in those warm-up matches, Hafiz didn't play. I don't think. Uh, certainly not all of them. Mohammed Amir didn't play any of them. Wahab didn't play any of them. Um, so neither those did two the, left the, armers. Are, are neither did the leg. Did, neither did the leg spinner. And we need to talk about England's frailties against spin early or early early doors. I mean, Jason Roy trying to sweep the leg spinner off a middle stump. Is just ridiculous. But again, that mate, that all comes down to the way they want to play. I think I think they're cocky enough to think that they can sweep anyone off the middle stump, you know. Especially Jason Roy. I mean, he's Kevin Peterson in a different head, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's not short of confidence, that boy, is he? No, not at all. He's fucking massive as well. I don't know if you've ever seen him close up. He's a big old lump. So well, I wonder if he hits the ball so far. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm sure we'll come on to Jason Roy in a little bit. I mean, he dropped her fees, didn't he? When uh, when he should have when he should have taken it. Um, England's fielding was, you know, it was poor. There were some buzzers thrown quite well for at least five. Um, 
and they just you're right i think they they just seemed a little bit overconfident maybe a bit blasé and it could be on the flip side of everything i've just said it could be the actual wake-up call that england need to say actually it's not going to be a breeze this tournament we need to we need to really screw it on for every game i totally agree with that i don't think it's the worst thing at all that result yeah we've we got seven games haven't we seven games left yeah so yeah. no, seven, seven games in the in the group stages, isn't it? Eight teams? No, no nine. Right? Ten nine teams. teams. There's nine, nine games. Mm. Yeah, seven to come. Who knows? So, and I, I would say six, six wins, maybe six out of ten wins see to the semi-final, maybe seven? I would six, probably. Seven, certainly. Yeah, I mean... Uh... I, I, I'm not sure. I don't. I'm not sure what the benchmark will be. I mean, everyone seems capable of beating each other, so it could be that you only need five. You know, mm, that's possible. Yeah, I don't uh, know. This format's weird. It's a, it's the '92 World Cup all over again, where just have every team play each other. So we we've got fewer teams. That might be a debate for another day whether that's right. Only having only having ten teams in the World Cup. Um, I'm not really a fan of that but it does mean that you know, every team's guaranteed those those nine fixtures um and no one's going to be unbeaten and everybody's going to win at least one even even afghanistan are going to nick one i suspect at some point yes definitely well they should have nicked one today shouldn't they oh they really should um <clears throat> i mean in the rain probably wouldn't help but they just implode. I mean, Sri Lanka imploded, but Afghanistan, they, they just, they, they never looked comfortable chasing any, ter- they just didn't look comfortable when they came out to bat whatsoever. Nobody really got, got in and got set. And it was always very, very nervy. They've got some exciting players. They're good to watch. Like with, with bat and ball. Yeah. They've got, um, Hassan is it? He's, he could bowl ninety miles an hour, and um, couple of couple of really useful spinners, and um, the young the young leg spinner, um, the off spinner who didn't turn it seemed to do the damage today. Nabi, uh, yeah, yeah, there were Sri Lankans playing for turn that wasn't there, but I think they're they're going to trouble a lot of teams. Whether whether they've got the the bottle to get over the line, I don't know. I think they they might nick one. Fair enough. Uh, shall we move on? Because I want to talk about the, the, the 50 over format in general, really. Um, if you listen to either, well, if you listen to the More Over podcast, you'll know that I'm not a massive fan of it. Um, there's now two World Cups and a Test World Championship and the ICC Champions Trophy. Can we lose one of these tournaments, specifically the 50 overs? Do we need a 50 over World Cup when there's a T20 World Cup? What is the actual relevance of 50 over cricket anymore? It's a really good question when when everybody seems to be talking about T20 cricket, you know, the the franchise leagues around the world. There's an argument for not playing international T20 cricket and playing 50 over cricket and keeping it traditional that way. The biggest issue with with all of this is is with the over rates. Absolutely. That's why that's why it's so boring. Well, that that's 
any form of cricket, that's, that's another issue that affects all of them. Um, it, it's become it's become confusing for well, not not for us. We we understand uh, hopefully the differences between the the formats, but you know you've got international cricket that doesn't necessarily mirror domestic cricket. Um, the ECB, oh, I don't know if this is the the podcast to get into this, um, but the hundred, um, why we why we need to invent another format, I do not know. Um, yeah, if it, it it kind of seems sensible to say, yeah, do we need international twenty twenty? But if we don't have it, it seems very odd to have domestic leagues all over the world in a format that you don't have internationally. I'll start with the fact that we certainly don't need a World Cup and a Champions Trophy. That we definitely be a no don't brainer. need that. No, nobody's here for that whatsoever. So, with that in mind, I'd I would I would be of the opinion to get rid of the Champions Trophy. I'm, I've got no interest in the Champions Trophy. Well, essentially, the World Cup is now the Champions Trophy, isn't it? Because that was a ten. No, there's only ten team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, the World Cup format is still wrong. Um, I'm not sure how it's how it's going to work next time um but yeah the, the there's now going to be a the test championship which is which i'm interested in obviously that's we're going to see how that works um yeah make you can make the world cup a bit shorter it doesn't it still doesn't need to be the length that it is absolutely um, and why don't, why don't they play two games a day well, they, they had two I, games agree. saturday didn't they yeah, I, I I can tell you for why it's because Indian TV dictates the schedules of cricket because yeah. it makes so much chuffing money that they want a game on every day and it's it's a, what what people over here don't realise is if you've never been to India, they, I mean those guys are you know they they transcend sport they're they're like they earn footballer money they earn you know MS Dhoni and those kind of guys they're on. Man City footballer money, mm. you know, and like the Premier League here, there's an appetite for it every single day. I, they will literally watch any cricket you can possibly put on TV. It's it's, it's amazing the 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 level to which they they're into their cricket over there, and and you know people often give the ICC a bit of grief about pandering to India, well. That's where the market is. <laughs> if, if India have got a, a billion pound market, then that's going to exactly. be king, isn't it? Exactly. And, and if the appetite there is for a month-long World Cup, then that's what will happen. So, there you go. Um, so, let's move away from 50-over cricket. That's probably enough to talk about that for this week. Let's go on to the Test Match Arena, which I well, think we can all be- agree... Before, before oh, you do, here Dougie, we go. Before you do. Go on. <laughs> um, I had a little little... Quiz would be an exaggeration, but a little game about the Cricket World Cup that I thought you both might like to play. Lovely. Should we slot it in? Lovely stuff. Um, it's it's simply, um, you're going to take it in turns to name, without any sort of significant delays, to name a player who in the World Cup history has ever got a, a century at the Cricket World uh, Cup. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Um, there's a lot. So there's a lot of players there. You're going to take it in turns. First one to get one wrong loses. Fair enough. Okay. Who wants to start? Me. Go on. Joe then. Root. 
would be correct. And very recently. <laughs> Joseph Butler. <laughs> is, is that his real first name? Jo- Joseph is his real first name. Is it? Okay. Yep. Uh, correct. Oh, shit. Um... Is it weird that my brain went straight to 92 when you asked that question? <laughs> no, no. Uh, that's exactly where it should go. Christopher Henry Gale. Correct. He's only got two. Graham Gooch. Yes. In 1987 in the semi-final. Doug's stuck already. I am, because I don't really watch 50 over cricket. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> I so bet I'm you just did randomly, in 1992. I'm, I'm just randomly playing. Lance Klusner. <laughs> oh, I like that. Seriously? <laughs> Incorrect. Um, oh, you're joking. I'm not joking. I'm sure he got a century he came when in, I watched He it. came in too low down. Have you, was, um, you've I'm got sure the list scored a century at Chelmsford against Zimbabwe. Um, not in the World Cup. Oh, cock and balls. Well, that was rubbish. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, I would say people like Graham Smith, Sir Isaac Vivian, Vivian Richards, Herschel Gibbs, Kane Williamson, Martin Guptill. Um, so, did, My, who was the first one you said there? Sir Isaac Vivian Richards. Uh, no, before that. Uh, South, Af- South African opener, Graham Smith. Oh, Graham Smith. He, he's, yeah. he's never got 100 at the World Cup. Oh, right. Oh, interesting. Uh, there you go. There you go. Well, we fucked that up, didn't we? I can't be bothered yep. to look up some of the others. I'm sure Viv did. Great quiz, Adam. Thank you. I <laughs> <laughs> thought you might have gone a bit longer, but, you know. No, I, I was being contrary. And I, I genuine, genuinely. You know what I'm like with names. That's true. Like, <laughs> worst possible quiz to get me involved in. <laughs> Just that fella played for Australia. You know the one. Um, Steve Smith. There you go. Yeah, he would have. He would have been correct. I think. I think he got one the weekend, didn't he? No, the, the the only two this World Cup have actually been English. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Butler. Yeah. Uh, Steve Smith got one in 2015. Right, let's let's leave fifty over cricket then. Agreed. Yeah, come on, uh, test cricket. So obviously, Ash is coming up. Uh, everyone loves beating the Australians. We're going to do it because we've not done it before. It's our first, well, it's our second long leg pod. We're going to pick an England squad. Um, obviously, we want to win, but looking at the Australian squad at the moment, I think it's going to be a big ask, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I think... Cummins, Stark, Patterson, Smith and Warner back in the fold. They're going to be Kawaja. angry, aren't they? Yeah, Kawaja. What's happened to Cameron Bancroft? He's Busking, playing at Durham, isn't he? Div 2. Busking. That's it. He's been he's been bombed out. Scapegoat. Yeah, poor old boy. Um, so, lads, obviously the key position that... England are going to have to sort out with the departure of the world's greatest uh, cricketer, Sir um, Alistair Cook. S- the Sir, yeah, Sack, um, as he's known at Essex now. <laughs> yeah, that's all we call him. Uh, genuinely, it is. That's what the players all call him at Essex. Sack. <laughs> he was in the studio for uh, one of the RL50 games, and uh, that came out. Mm. Um. 
Who have you got opening? Because <laughs> we're really struggling there, aren't we? I mean, really at the moment, struggling. At, at the there moment. is not one player that I want to see uh, that I'm happy with at the yeah. top of the order. At the moment, we need one of those test match cricket, you know, the board game men <laughs> with uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Do you think we could persuade Tresco to play? Oh. Yeah, he's, he's still kicking about. I, I, I honestly think our best bet would be to get Treskothic and, and Strauss out of retirement. Just strap some pads to him and say, off you go, lads. Yeah. Just hit boundaries. Yeah. Oh. Be, that would be a dream, wouldn't it? Oh, for the days of Tresco and Strauss. Um, I know what you want to say, Doug. Go on. Um, and we're, we have to talk about it. Jason Roy. Yeah, I've got I've got Burns and Roy opening. So I've got Burns and Roy as well. Um, but I fills me with dread. Like it, honestly, it's it's square pegs in round about anything. <laughs> it's square pegs in round holes again, isn't it? Because Jason Roy has never opened, as far as where to my knowledge, in in first class cricket. As uh, yes, he, he has. I think I'm pretty. Is sure he what for Surrey? Yeah, I think he must. Uh, I may be completely wrong, but he's, he's certainly played near the top of the order. Oh, he's. I'm sorry, I've got Burns and Stoneman. Stoneman's done. You know, it's. Sorry, but... sorry, just uh, import all of Essex's best players, don't they, and, and ruin them? Much to your delight. <laughs> yeah. So, have you seen? Have you seen the the leading run straws in county championship cricket so far this season? Yes. Would you like to know who they are? I would. Sam, yes. Sam Northeast. Sam Northeast is number one, averaging seventy one, but he's not. Um, he's not an opener. Not an opener. Gary he's Balance. Guy, he's the guy at Warwickshire. Who... Dominic Sibley. Yeah. It's just. Can you, can you throw someone like that in in the ashes? Really? Oh, I mean, why not? My my under the radar shout is Joe Clark. Okay. For Notts, he moved from Worcester to Notts, didn't he? Um, and you know he's got a bit about him. But the the top, well, Northeast Balance, Sibley Burns, Zach Crawley, bring back Zach, bring back Crawley, <laughs> um, Bartlett, Robinson, Cook. Jacks, Lithe, Dixon, Cola Cadmore, Ricky Cluck, Joe Root, right? So here's here's how you know bang average it's been at the county championship. There's been five matches. All those guys have played five matches, right? Joe Root has played two matches, had three innings, and has got an average of 148.5. Yeah, we should Eight. probably pick him somewhere <laughs> in the team. Yeah. Um realistically though. I, either, I mean, it, it's I've, either retreading someone like Gary Balance, but again, not at the top. Pulling of the someone out of left field like Sam Northeast, I, mean, I can't imagine that's ever going to happen. Or you've what got about to go, go. Go on. Oh. What about Hasib Hamid? He scored some some runs earlier on in the season for Lancashire. Are they? Are they in the? Uh, I think they're in Div Two, track, aren't they? Are they in Div, div Two? Now, <clears throat> and. Uh, Keaton Jennings has also scored, you know, a few runs so far. I'd mate, never I want mean, to if we're see bringing that back man... Keaton Jennings, let's just bring back James Vince. Fuck it, let's do it. 
Should bring back Mark Lathwell if you're going to bring back Keaton Jennings. <laughs> Seriously. Or well, that will, well, that that would be a better shout, I'd argue. I couldn't disagree more. And I, I do like that Cola Cadmore fella as well. He he seems like a good player. Is he, the, is he the young lad from Yorkshire? Yeah. Yeah, he was captain for a year, wasn't he? Uh, he might have been. Yeah, he, he's a he's a very good player. But but again, you want you want someone that opposition bowlers are going to fear. And I think Jason Roy, while he's not done it at test level, at least he's gonna the bowlers are gonna be thinking, well it's you know, Jason Roy, he's got the ability. I'm I'm all for that. And it, it it's it's a bit like Peterson in two thousand five. You know, we we've we've seen him yeah, flash flash back fourteen years. If... You've seen him do it in ODIs and think this is impressive. Okay, he hasn't played a test match. We don't know what he's gonna do. But do you know what? He looks that good. Yeah. Stick, if Jason Roy if Jason Roy comes off twice in ten innings, that could win us a test match single handedly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You could it's whether or not he can contain that natural instinct to attack. And I don't know whether he plays like that because that's how he's instructed to play in the 50 over game. And he could moderate his game to play test match cricket. But is there a little bit of you like that's watching these scores of 360, 400 in an ODI and thinking, why don't they just bat like that in a test match? Oh yeah. hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just score a run a ball in a test match. I also th- I also flip that and sometimes feel why don't they set a test match star field in an ODI when they need to get w- yeah yeah why do you got so many situations in <laughs> I think I don't, the two we want to get back into that but the two white balls has a lot to do with that doesn't it because they don't they don't move yeah but some, some, literally... sometimes you've just got to throw the dice and have a try you've you've got you've got in, to get England wickets. have gone I mean we're we're dive we're we're, yeah. we're dive, uh, going off on a tangent here, but England over the last couple of years in test cricket have, have scored at like two or three and over and they've been scoring at like 220, 250 a day and and batsmen are taking a long time to get in and then we're having a collapse. So what we're ending up doing is looking really good. Someone's in for an hour and a half, making 48 or so mm. and then Not going getting anywhere. out and then it's tea and we're on 160 for six and you're like, we've batted all day. I don't understand how we've got so few runs. You look back at that 2005 series and we're scoring 400 in a day and you're thinking, maybe that's why we're not winning test matches at the moment. Not because the batsmen aren't capable, but they're being asked to play in a style that isn't conducive to scoring quick runs, scoring enough runs. They're, they're placing more of an emphasis on not losing their wicket than actually scoring runs. And I wonder if that's done for a few of the players that have that have come and gone in the past. You look at um, who was the other ex- Essex Batman? Uh, there, there was Stoneman. Oh, Westley. Westley, yeah. Um, Stoneman so, wasn't Essex, but just uh, um, yeah, Stoneman other as well, but, but other batsmen as well, like Robson. Um, you know, all these guys that have come in, had a few games and gone again, placing too much of an emphasis on not getting out cheaply, you know, trying to play defensively because it's test match cricket and not actually being positive and trying to score runs. I, I think, think a it's... big part of this in the last few years has been Trevor Bayliss. I don't think I don't think he's a coach of a, a test match team. 
He's done what he's worked wonders with the, the one day side. Uh, he's leaving at the end of the Ashes. We know that. Um, yeah, I, I don't think he, particularly with the batting, I don't think he quite knows how to pace a test innings or, or at least to c- convey that message to, to his players. We've seen too many openers just come and go. Not, not just openers either. Yeah, you mentioned someone like, someone like Wesley. That's probably not the best example. I don't think his, his technique maybe is quite good enough. But there have been plenty of players that have been. Yeah, there have also been plenty of players that don't have good technique that succeed because they believe and they play positive say, cricket. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't buy the I don't buy the fact that it's all down to technique. I would say that if you've got mental, if you've got better mental strength, that is more important than the technique. No, I totally agree. That's 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 why I'm sort of laying some of the blame at, at Bayliss. That and that's they, surely where a coach can help. <clears throat> the problem is that we. <laughs> As a test team, we've had so many occasions where we have just capitulated. I mean, Bangladesh away. How many times have we been bowled out in a session? Uh, yeah, we're, well, we're too many. We, we are, a, you know, we're a soft touch at times. Uh, which, considering where and... we came from under Cook five years ago, you know, you wouldn't believe that now, would you? Yeah. I mean, that the 2013, 14, 12, 13. 13-14, oh, my brain's gone. Um, that Ashes team, which was incredible, but they had resilience, toughness, changes. I mean, you look at Bresnan and Tremlett, you look at um, Collingwood and Peterson and Trot, you know, they could all pull something out. And while Trot would just plod along and he and he wouldn't... And you wouldn't be spectacular. You'd have people that come in and you'd have a mix of people around. What we lack, I think, is the mental capacity for test, for test match batting in the fact that people don't maybe have clearly defined roles. That that team you're talking about, coached by Andy Flower, they all knew what, what they were doing mentally. And I think so, so much of a, a coach's role is that. And I just think that's, that's what's been missing. Should we get back to the team? So we're we're, yeah. we're we're agreed that Burns and Roy are, are going to open, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think we'll the three and, of us. And are. then I think the sort of bulk of the rest of the batting lineup sort of picks itself, doesn't it? Until you get down to sort of seven, eight, eight-ish. So I I would say you go Bearstow, Root, Ali, Butler, Stokes. Well, I go Root, Bearstow. I mean, that's that's. I'd, let's. You, know, I, you say Ali. I'm not sure he's. I think, mate, I just think he balances the side so well. Like having that, I know he's not, he, he has that sort of, um, uh, can't fucking I know, know, I know what you mean. The, the... He, he has that ability that, um, the, uh, who's the bowler? From England, the England bowler. Fast bowler. Archer. No, no, no. Anderson, Broad, Anderson, Wood. Broad, 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 Broad. How can I not remember Stuart Broad's name? God's sake. He has that Broad, the ability that Broad has to be out of a game, out of a series, and then out of nowhere take six for 28 and win a match. I, I, or score 150. Yeah, he, he is the best uh, off-spinner that we've got, unfortunately. Or fortunately, whatever way you want to look at it. And he can bat. 
you know, that's so, not yeah. being demonstrated very well at the moment, but you know, he is the best we've got. And I also think that Australia will try and target him, and I think that puts that makes him very dangerous. Agreed. Here's the thing with the balance of the side where see I'd love I really like what Ben Folks did in Sri Lanka. He came came in, scored a load of runs. He's by far the, the best gloveman there is now, um, since James Foster's retired, obviously. Um so but the problem with well, not a problem, it's a nice nice thing, nice issue to have is that England have got two other wicket keepers that get in the side for their batting. Um, so whether you give Bairstow or Butler the gloves, you probably don't need to play folks, which makes means that you can you can play Moeen Ali at seven if you want. If Bairstow is bowling in the top, batting in the top four, he shouldn't have the gloves. Plain and simple. Agreed. I totally agree. Totally agree. Agreed. I would. I've got folks as my thirteenth man. I'm not. I'm not picking folks because we've got two wicket keepers. I mean. You made a good point, Adam. At home, I think there's obviously going to be a 12 or 13 man squad for each test with people being released. Um, I've gone a slightly different route for the fact that we've got two wicket keepers in the squad already, and I don't think we need Ben Folks. Although he is scoring a decent amount of county, county championship runs in the middle of the. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would completely. He can't open. <laughs> the, the, the one thing I would like to see, I, I'd like to see Butler potentially have a go at opening. It's not the time to to do that, though, is it? No, but but mate, what are the other options? <laughs> and if that's the case, I would take the gloves off him. I would put folks in. Well, and not play Roy. And not play Rashid. That, if you're going to do that, why should wouldn't you do it with Bearstow rather than Butler, who's no. who's done it in ODIs at the top? No, but Butler hasn't opened, and uh, he has. Well, he opens in T20. Okay. Um, so uh, yeah, I would drop Rashid because my coming on to the bowlers, who have you got bowling? So my my four man attack would be, oh no, it's five man, isn't it? So Moeen, it's seven, and then it's one of well, Broad and Anderson. <clears throat> I'm picking Wood, but obviously that's fitness dependent. But I'm also having Archer in the squad. Because I think we need that pace. I just think we need some element of pace. I don't think Mark Wood has got it in him to play the best part of five back-to-back um, test matches. So I think him and Archer share quite a bit of the load. Yeah. So I, I've gone. I can go one of two ways. If it's on a if it's on a road, I'm I'm picking one spinner, and that's Ali. If it's a Turner. Then I'm picking Rashid and Ali. So if it's a road, what about Jack Leach? Um, mate, there's no that that Rashid and Ali are so far away and above other other spinners in the country that I'm not. I'm just interested. I'm just throwing I'm just throwing it out there. But I mean, yeah. but my 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 seam attack, I would I would be having Stokes, Curran, Anderson, and Wood. You're not playing Stuart Broad. No, Stuart Broad is fired out of a giant catapult into the sun. <laughs> I just he'll do you... nothing all series, and he'll have one session where he bowls a side out. Uh, and, I know and, that, and that could win us the Ashes. No, but mate, 70 mile an hour, he's a 70, 78, 81 mile an hour bowler tops these days. Like, 
and he doesn't move it like Anderson moves it. No, you're right. So, yeah, I, I just think he's done. I mean, he won't be. He'll he'll get picked because he's centrally contracted and he's one of the boys. So, you know, but I I really like Curran um, coming in at number number eight, eight or nine. I just think Are you we need taking to pick him his, his batting, though? Mate, I, I think we're in a situation whereby we need as many potential runs in that side as we possibly can get. But I also think we've got wicket-taking options. You know, Rashid or Ali can both take wickets. Anderson takes wickets. Stokes has a knack of getting wickets. You know, at a pinch, you can bowl Joe Root, who's taken wickets at test level. There are wickets in the side. I just think we need as much as much batting as we can get because I don't trust our top our openers. I don't know. Yeah, I, it, it's. I agree with you. It's the wrong reason that we, of course we should is. be looking at it that of way. But, I, but if I, we I were agree. picking everyone based on what they were good at, rather than what they're okay at, then folks would be keeping wicket. You know, we, we we'd have a specialist keeper. We'd have, you know. See, see, I I keep. Reckon I've changed my mind about what my eleven would be about five times during this conversation, but I just think that first test at Edgebaston, and if it's going to come down to Broad or Sam Curran, and I'm picking the team at half past ten, it's it's Broad, just just for his experience, what he's done, the Aussies are he's going to get up their noses a bit more. Experience doesn't bowl at ninety mile an hour, mate. Neither does no, Sam, Sam Curran. Doesn't. Think. He, he he might swing no, the Sam ball. Sam Curran's an actual Broad. all-rounder as opposed to the husk of an all-rounder that Stuart Broad is, supposedly. Yeah, there is there is that, and that's this is where... But just, just as a a gut feeling, that's, that's what in, I would England go with. Made, England made a big mistake in the West Indies picking Curran over Broad in that first Test match especially. And uh, experience... Uh, in Ashes cricket... I'm going with experience, or always. If you're Australia, who do you want England to pick between those Stuart two? Broad. Do you? They'll get after Broad, mate. They'll, they're gonna get after Broad. He's a count. He is now. He is literally the epitome of a county bowler. He's got a good session in him every now and again, but he bowls at eighty miles an hour. <clears throat> but so does Curran. So if that's the case, why not pick Wood or Archer and have some pace? Well, I've got... I'm, pi- I'm picking Wood as I, I would pick. I would have Anderson, Broad, and Wood, in, knowing that Wood may not play all five, and you could bring in someone like Archer. If I want somebody who can bowl at at that sort of pace, yeah, I think you need it. I mean, again, I could drop Rashid and put Archer in, depending on the deck. I don't think. I don't think there's going to be any turning wickets necessarily. I just don't think there will be, and I think I think Rashid will be completely redundant this summer. Well, I, you know, I think when you look at the, the two squads next to each other, Australia have got Lyon and Zampa, and I, I would take our spinners over them, and I would especially take Rashid over any of them, and I think would be quite remiss if we're not preparing wickets that are turning on day four and five. I just don't think Rashid is trusted in England in Test cricket. 
Oh, there you go. So, can we agree on the team then? So, Burns, Roy, Bairstow, Root, Ali, Butler, Stokes. I think we Carrot. agreed on those six. Yeah, and then I think on two to one, it's um, current out and brought in. That tail is is all mightily long, isn't it? Yeah. Could it could won't could, I mean so, Mark Elam? So it would be Stokes, Broad, Rashid, Anderson, Wood. Oh, you, Mark Elam's going to end up being in the twelve, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is. That's that's. He's got photos of someone somewhere, hasn't he? <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. I also think Mark Wood could probably bat it. He can bat in number nine. He can hold a bat. He can score he some can. runs. So yeah. I think I think Ali Ali plays at eight. Wood at nine. Um, so Ali, who's at seven then? Uh, uh, so we've got. You just bump everyone down. So you just you go, you go. Burns, Burns Roy, Roy Root, Bairstow, uh, Butler, Stokes, um, Ali. Um, we've got room for one Rashid. more. I'm not um, picking Rashid. You're not. No. Well, the, if you don't pick Rashid, you could have with Ali at seven. You could have Curran, Anderson, Broad, and Wood. Yeah. Why not? Fair enough. Okay, let's leave that there. Um, we've been going nearly an hour now. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, give us a score for the Ashes. 3-1 England. Uh, is that because one's going to be affected by weather? Because I don't see either of these teams playing for five days. No, well, one game isn't actually going five days, is it? Pardon? One of the games is a four-day test. That's Ireland. Oh, is it Ireland? Oh, yeah. my bad. Sorry about that. Uh, do you reckon we can? Uh, do you reckon our openers will score a hundred in that without loss? It, yeah. So right. So you've gone three-one England. All right. Us. Three. Three-two. I think. Three-two. Unless us. it rains. I'm saying three-two either way. I reckon Australia will do us four-one. Personally, there you go. Four-one. All, right, all right, Glenn. Four one, three one Adam. Not five nil. Three one Adam. Five three nil, two mate. Russ. One four Dougie. Okay. Um, couple of little, uh, little questions. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write them down. So, do you think the England openers will have a partnership of over a hundred during this summer? No. No. That's shocking, isn't it? <laughs> Real bad. Mm. <laughs> Um, so all no on that do you think Stuart Broad will have a five wicket match yes yes five wicket match yes easily we've got to hope we've got to hope we bowl twice in some of these games yeah right um, will David Warner score 100 yes Yes. Too much agreement so far. There <coughs> I, is, th- isn't there? I think England is scared of Warner, and I think he knows it. Yeah, he's an absolute. He good the other day. I mean, he was plinking a few, but he, you know, he got through. Um, okay, then will Joffrey Archer play a Test match? Yes. No. Uh, because well, I think I I think he should if Wood can't play all five, but I suspect they'll 
stick Elam in in that eventuality and we'll have no pace. That's what they'll do. <laughs> Elam. How many players in total will England use? Uh, 15. 13. I think there'll be a bolter. Somebody, you know, like when they drafted in Ollie Pope from you know, yeah. pretty much yeah. nowhere. I think there'll be a bolter. Sorry, like everyone else. I'm going to say 17. Wow. Wow. I think we're going to lose the first two test messages and shit the bed. <laughs> Fair enough. Bowling-wise, especially. Fun fact. So actually, 19... 17's quite a lot, isn't it? Well, in I think 1989, Doug, 29 different players play for England. That's outrageous. <laughs> okay, last one. There's, there's the third episode quiz. Will there be a out-hit wicket? <laughs> <laughs> no. I hope there is. I hope there, there is, be. but no. I, yeah, I really hope there is a hit wicket. But we're both saying no. Do you, do you right. remember that Inzaman one against Monty Palatar <laughs> all those years ago? Where he just fell over. <laughs> just, he just didn't keep his body weight up. Shane Warne was out, trot, trod on his wicket, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. In the 2005 series. Yeah. Beefy's the famous one, of course. Yeah. Couldn't quite get his leg over. <laughs> which, uh, <laughs> which is iconic. We're above laughing at that, surely. Uh, no, we're not. Um, I, I wanted to talk about the county championship, but should we do that next week? Yeah, let's do uh, next because week. it's nine o'clock and we've been going an hour, and you know, it's a, next next week. It's been eighteen months, but we'll yeah, be but back. We've next got our week. own handle and host now, mate. We can we can <laughs> long leg pod till the cow come cows come home. Hey, I'll be there. Cow corner. There you go. I'm, I'm available. Um, cool. So should we wrap it up then? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. It's been a pleasure. Long leg pod. There we go. Leg underscore podcast, but someone's going to change. Which I that. hope is going to change. <laughs> if you can figure out how to do it, then get it done. Oh, yeah. I'm on that. Cool. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.